Chapter 4. The White World I was ready to face the second trial. Of that I was sure. But the fact is, when the Barghess walked out of its cage and glared at me with its shining yellow eyes, I felt as if every bone in my body was going to melt with fear. The Barghess was an oversized black dog with grey hairs that covered its whole body. If it had just been that, maybe I wouldn't have been so scared. The demon's face was shaped like a monkey's, while its pointed ears stuck straight up into the sky. Its mouth, which was so large it had to keep its head below the rest of its body so it wouldn't tire out, was filled with teeth five times larger and sharper than a human's. The yellow eyes, combined with the completely blood-red face and grey hairs, just seemed to paralyse me. Of course, that was one of the natural effects the Barghest has. It shocked its prey into paralysis and ripped them apart before the shock wore off. I guess you could call me lucky, but the demon seemed to want to take its time with its new food. It slowly walked on all fours toward me as it wagged its scruffy tail until it was only a few feet from me. The barghast itself only stood five feet tall, but the intense glare of hate it gave and the fear I felt made it seem bigger. The barghast whipped its head up as it stared at the dark blue sky and opened its grotesque mouth, letting out a loud, ear-piercing sound. As it howled, the sound seemed to strike fear into the surrounding area, as it was so quiet after the demon closed its mouth that the only sound I could hear was the growl from its muzzle. Oh, great, I thought to myself. Everyone else was just as scared as I am, but they're all just spectators. Lucky them. Before I could continue my thoughts, the barghest opened its mouth, crouched down, and lunged straight for my head. With my Arano's crystal in my right hand, I evaded the demon's first attack by quickly jumping a few feet to the left, toward the edge of the platform. The barghest quickly turned its head so it could focus its vision on me, and began to slowly move towards me again. Unlike when Nicholas faced the Carcanos, I had no idea of how to defeat the barghest. This is crazy, I thought. The barghest opened its mouth again, and tried to bite my head off by lunging at me. As it did so, I continued to weave to either side of the beast, until it eventually seemed to decide that its strategy wasn't working. As the demon began to crouch down onto its four legs again, I myself prepared to evade by turning my feet to my left side, facing the audience. Before I could react, the demon quickly pushed off its legs in an attempt to charge with its mouth wide open. Its speed far exceeded my own, and time seemed to slow down as the beast was within a foot of me in milliseconds. My feet stuck in place. I had no choice but to try and jump to the side as I'd originally planned. At the last second, in an attempt to reach me before I could evade, the barghest lunged, lifting its claws into the air. Dropping to the side I jumped to with a loud thud, I felt an intense pain. But before I could register where it was in my body, the barghest had apparently decided to attack in succession this time, and had quickly turned around and lunged on top of me. The sheer force of the barghest landing on top of me was enough not only to force the air from inside my stomach, but for me to cough up blood. With the demon planted directly on top of my body, I couldn't feel my lower half. The barghest head lay so close to my face that I could feel its horrid breath, which reeked of death. I tried to will my arms to move, but they were locked in place by the beast's front claws. It took all my energy to force myself not to let the crystal fall out of my right hand. What can I do? I thought to myself. I had never been very good at fighting, but in this situation I couldn't think of any way to escape, with my arms locked while unable to move the lower half of my body.